A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. The sisters of Lazarus sent word to Jesus, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This is illness is not to end in death, but it is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, so when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. He became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved them, him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man had done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stain, stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has, been in, he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd here I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. You're seated. Hey, Maggie, you want to come up? Oh, that's a cute outfit. I say that to you every week, don't I? But you're always so cute. So I've got a little bunny rabbit here. 
But watch what happens when I turn a light on. He starts to dance. Is that cool? It's kind of like Lazarus. He was in the tomb, and when he was in the tomb, he was very still. But when Jesus, the light of the world, came, and Jesus said, come out, and Lazarus started to dance, because he has been dead, now he was alive. Jesus raised him from the dead so that everybody would know that Jesus was God. But Jesus also had come to the tomb and he wept because everybody was sad. But then he made them happy when he raised Lazarus from the dead. And sometimes we're sad, but if we ask Jesus, he'll make us happy. Okay? It's a cute little bunny. He likes to dance. <laughs> you can go back now. Thank you for coming up. Mary and Martha were well-to-do, and their brother Lazarus as well. They were a very well-to-do family. They were quite wealthy, actually. Had a nice villa there um, in Bethany. and um, They were very well-connected with the political establishment in Jerusalem. Very well-respected. Everybody loved the, uh, the three siblings, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And they were very good friends with Jesus. Whenever Jesus would minister in Judea, he would usually stay at their house, and they loved him, and everybody regarded him as a prophet because he had healed so many people, and he taught like no one else taught. The scripture says, Jesus speaks like no one else has ever spoken. So they all regarded him as a prophet, and some thought, maybe he's even the Messiah. Well, Mary and Martha and Lazarus, they always loved to have Jesus around, and, and Mary especially. Mary was very close to Jesus. And sometimes we know the story where Martha got upset because she's busy taking care of all the guests because when Jesus showed up, he had all these disciples and their families. It was a big crowd, so there was a lot of people to take care of. And Martha got angry because Mary was just sitting there at Jesus' feet listening to him because she was so intent on loving Jesus and on following him. So when Lazarus became sick, they immediately sent word to Jesus, their friend, the one that they respected, their rabbi. They sent word to him immediately, said, Lazarus is sick, come. We've seen you heal the sick before, come, because Lazarus, our brother, the one you love, he is ill. Please come. But Jesus didn't come. He took his own sweet time about it. He hung, he hung out for a few days and he was, you know, working in Galilee, ministering and teaching in Galilee, and he didn't come to take care of Lazarus until later. Now, we, of course, we look back at this and we say, oh, we know what Jesus is doing because he intends to work this magnificent miracle of raising Lazarus from the dead. 
he is going to wait until Lazarus has been dead for four days. This was important. That way there was no misunderstanding that Lazarus is truly and completely dead. He's not just mostly dead. Because if he was just mostly dead, they could have got Miracle Max to come, right? But he's really dead. So Jesus comes. And the sisters are so upset with him. Mary is so crushed by Jesus ignoring her when her brother was in need that she won't even, she won't even go see Jesus. She won't even talk to him. But Martha goes, and of course when Martha gets there, she chides Jesus. If you had just come when I asked you to, Lazarus would not have died. But Jesus responds, I am the resurrection and the life. Have we ever been there with God? Felt alone and forsaken, like God's not listening to us, that God's not answering us? Have we ever felt that Surely Jesus just doesn't care because he's not showing up when we need him. But he sees a bigger picture than we do. And he knows his plan. He knows that he's going to raise Lazarus from the dead. And when we go through our, our struggles in our life and we feel alone and forgotten and forsaken, he has a plan. He's working something out. Those are the hard those are the times that it's hard to trust him, isn't it? It's hard to believe that God is really taking care of us when we feel alone and forsaken. But Jesus is faithful and he shows up. Sometimes we think too late, but it's not too late. So Jesus came and he sees the scripture says the Jews, and, but that doesn't mean the Jews like we typically use the word today. What it really means is the aristocracy of Jerusalem when you see the word Jews in the New Testament. So the aristocracy of Jerusalem, the Sanhedrin and the priests and the Pharisees and those who run things. And they're there and they're weeping. They're crying because they loved Lazarus. And when Jesus sees their sadness, he has pity, he has compassion. And so he weeps with them. But then he has a plan that God will be glorified. And so he prays and he says, roll away the stone. And of course, and I love the King James version of this. And, and, and Martha says, but Lord, he stinketh. He's been dead for four days. He stinks. But Jesus speaks the words, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus rises from the dead. Two things happen at that point. I read the shorter version because it's already a long enough gospel, but in the it says that many believed in Jesus, but the Jerusalem aristocracy, they decided they had to kill Jesus, and not only kill Jesus, but kill Lazarus also, because it now became clear and evident that Jesus was the Messiah. 
They believed Jesus was the Messiah. They knew Jesus was the Messiah. Nobody else is going to raise the dead like this. But they decided they had to kill him because if the Messiah came and ruled, they would all lose their positions of power. And so they determined to kill not only Jesus, but Lazarus as well, because so many were believing in Jesus because of this miracle. Now, in this passage, probably greater than any other in the New Testament, we see two things about Jesus. First, we see his humanity, his compassion, his pity. See, he stands there and weeps with those who weep, even knowing what he plans to do, but yet he has compassion on us as we, in our frailty, in our misunderstanding, in our confusion, we don't see God's plan. And so he weeps with those of us who weep. Now that means that whatever we go through in life, whatever times we feel lost and forsaken, the times that we're angry with God, the times that we don't know what we should be doing, Jesus understands. We can go to him because he understands what we've been through. He has walked this earth as a human being just like us. He has faced everything, all the trials, all the emotions, all the, all the things that distress us. He has faced this himself. He knows what we go through. And so whenever we go through those times of feeling alone or forsaken or angry with God, we can turn to Jesus. He knows what we go through in life. He is human like us. But it also shows us his divinity. How clearly he is God who has power over life and death itself. And so when we cry out to him out of our loneliness, out of our anger and frustration, he not only understands us, but he can speak life and resurrection into our souls. He can speak into our hearts that word which gives us sometimes the courage to move forward. Sometimes it gives us an understanding of a different direction that we can take. He can speak into our souls and he can give us a resurrection power and even bring miracles at work in our lives. Jesus understands and Jesus is able to bring his life and his resurrection power into us. Because Jesus is the resurrection and the life.